0: hallelujah wonderful let us pray father thanks a million for your mighty presence thanks for this opportunity to be in your house speak to us in a way that will understand mighty holy spirit open our eyes to behold wondrous things from your word we give you glory and praise in jesus name amen you may be seated hallelujah well, tonight just a time of fellowship together with the word of God and also a time of remembrance. Amen. amen. And we will proceed from there. Amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Okay. Second Peter 2 3. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 1. The Bible says this second epistle, beloved. I now write unto you in both which I stir up your pure minds by way of remembrance. Hallelujah. So Paul said that I'm bringing you to remembrance. Your pure minds. I'm stirring up your minds by way of remembrance. Amen. So tonight's service is to remind us of a couple of things. Somebody say amen. Say another amen. Amen. Good. We've been talking about shepherding, okay? And the last time we were together, we talked about three goals of a shepherd, okay? We are not relenting on shepherding at all. No, 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 no. If you are tired of it, you are tired too soon. Do you get it? You are tired too soon. Tell your neighbor, you are tired too soon. Do you get it? Uh Oh. This is just a prelude to next year. Next year is more shepherding. Yeah. Do do you get it? So if this year is shepherding, next year is extra shepherding. Amen. Why? Because Jesus was a shepherd. You want to be like Jesus, then let's be shepherds. Amen. We said three goals of a shepherd, which means a shepherd must have these three. Every shepherd must have these three goals. Number one, we said every shepherd must want to be a good shepherd. Remember? And I've taught a whole series on how to be a good shepherd. Is that not so? We said a good shepherd is somebody whose shepherding style is patterned after Jesus' shepherding style. Is that not so? Good. So you are a good shepherd when your shepherding style is like the way Jesus shepherded his sheep. And then your fruit are like Jesus's fruit. Amen. So when you start seeing Peter, James, and John, it means your shepherding skill is like Jesus. Amen. Amen. Then it means you are shepherding like Jesus. Do you get it? Not Peter cutting off somebody's ear, but... You know what I mean. Good, good, good. Your shepherding style is like, your fruit is like that. But it's part of it, though. You need die-hard sheep. Yeah, 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 yeah. Today's world has grown so arrogant and impudent when it comes to church, when it comes to God, when it comes to men of God that People filled with satanic spirits and influences easily say foolish things or things that are unheard of when it comes to church, when it comes to the gospel, when it comes to pastors. I mean, it's like we have grown in our arrogance as a human race. Do you get it? So sometimes you need some of these diehard members who pull out a knife and cut off somebody's ear. Yeah, Like Peter. Watch that space, bro. (laughs) Number two, we said every shepherd must have a desire to be a great shepherd. Amen. And we said a great shepherd is a shepherd who has gained much knowledge and skill as a shepherd. A great shepherd is somebody who has a large number of sheep. I see you having a large number of sheep. And a great shepherd is somebody who has shepherded for a long time. Amen. Then we said the third goal, which is the final goal, is to become a a chief shepherd, which is a shepherd who has other shepherds under him or her. Amen. So I said we are now focusing on the great shepherd. Okay, we have looked at how to be a good shepherd. We are now looking at the great shepherd. And we said the great shepherd... He has acquired a lot of skills and knowledge. Do you get it? And then he has a lot of sheep. Amen. And he's done it for a long time. He has experience. Luleka, happy birthday. Your black dress is very nice. Yeah. So we want to acquire more knowledge into shepherding so that you and I can become great shepherds. Amen. So, as a church, we want to look at one of the shepherding skills or our shepherding plan so that we develop alike. Amen. You may think that by singing, you are developing as a shepherd. Do you get it? But it may not be the case. Actually, it is not the case. Shepherding and singing, they are different things. Although David was singing. Do do you get it? (laughs) David is the one who wrote, the Lord is my shepherd. He's like the main shepherd we look at. Yes. But singing is... By your singing, you are not developing... It's not like the singing is bad, but it's not... It's not an advantage. Amen. It's not an advantage. I mean, uh, Musa cannot sing, but he can be a great shepherd. Chairman cannot sing, but chairman can be a great shepherd. Do you get it? It's by acquiring a lot of skill and knowledge. And there's so much. Now, I want us, I want us to tailor-measure our shepherding knowledge to what we are doing as a church. And this is not new information, it's old information. Do you get it? But I'm bringing us to remembrance of it, okay? As a church, our shepherding technique is basically shabby shepherding must go. (laughs) Shabby shepherding must go. That's our shepherding technique. I know, Pastor, what is shabby shepherding must go? Some know, some don't know. We are all going to know together. I'm leveling the playing field. Do, do you get it? So that Gobile and, um, what's this Fanelli's name? What's your name? Asanda, yeah. Asan- no, yesterday she was in my house with Fanelli. That's why Fanelli is the name. That can- Asanda. You, it's like the playing field is even. Everybody knows the same thing. Amen. So now let's first try to spell it. Okay, it's a, it's a how do you call it in English? mnemonic it's a mnemonic it's like a coined statement that represents our technique or our system of shepherding as a church if you look in the bible you won't find it that they've written john john 316 17 shall be shepherding must go we have coined it together do you get it coined the shepherding work together into a mnemonic called Shabby Shepherding go, which represents what we want all shepherds to be well equipped in. So media, give us a blank is S S S H H A B B I E for Shabby Okay, that's just shabby alone. Even just knowing the word is a skill. (laughs) Did you get it? S-S-S-H-H-A-B-B-I-E, shabby. Shepherding is your normal shepherding. S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D-I-N-G. You got it? Must. M-U-U-S-S-S-T-T-T. This is why you can't find it in the Bible when you look, because these words are not. M-U-U-S-S-S-T-T-T. For must. Okay? So there are two U's. Three S's and three T's. And then go, G-O, go. All right. Did you get it? Put it on a blank. You didn't get it. Don't put it on a blank sheet for you. (laughs) All right. Now, each letter here represents, it's like an abbreviation. Do you get it? It's like an abbreviation. Just as we had PVCI. Yeah, an acronym. Just as we had PVCI for prayer, visitation, teaching, counseling, and interaction. We also have shabby shepherding must go. Okay. Each letter there represents something that a shepherd must do. Okay. So we are going to look at it. So I don't know how you can write it in your book so that you can keep it. If today all you know is what this stands for, we are good to roll. Say amen. Amen. Say another amen. amen. So, the first S stands for Soul Winning Mission Consciousness Campaign. Okay? Now, even before we go to it, let me just explain what a campaign is. Because I'm going to add campaign to each one of them. So that it puts it in perspective. Okay? Do you mind? Are you okay? Good. So what is a campaign? A campaign. A campaign is a systematic course of aggressive activity for some specific purpose. A systematic course of aggressive activity. Okay? For, a, for some purpose or for a purpose. Okay? A systematic. What? course of aggressive activity for a purpose. So it's like an organized set of activities, an organized set of aggressive activities, not dull activities, organized, systematic set of aggressive, wild, high-pressing, high-pressure activities to achieve a particular Amen. That's a campaign. When we, say, when we say there's a campaign, that's it. So you see, when we say the political parties are campaigning, you see that they don't sleep. They sleep for four years. Then that one year, they start fixing the road. I mean, they fix your gate. They will even go and buy you groceries. It's like it's an aggressive attempt to get you to vote for them. Do you get it? It's like there was, there's a road from my house. When we were voting, they fixed the road. Now they've come to unfix the road since the election is over. Do you get it? Uh huh. So it's like a systematic set of aggressive activities. So it's like the activities must be organized. It's not just haphazard. It's not just random. It's not just erratic. I feel like them. Boom. I've no organized systematically, but with aggression with the aim to achieve something. Three things you should know about a campaign. Number one, every every campaign must be systematic. It means it must be organized. Just as the choir doesn't arrive here and then suddenly they say, we are going to sing this song, then the leader starts any song that they feel like. I mean, I know people who sing like that, who They say, oh, we are flowing with the Spirit. Let me flow with the Spirit. So when I come and stand here, whatever the Spirit lays on my heart, then I start to sing. So when you start, the keyboardist doesn't know anything, the drama doesn't know. Even Benny Hinn, his things are rehearsed. They are rehearsed. But he's moved by, he's led by the Spirit far more than you, who says, when I stand here, then the Spirit will fall on me. Then I'll start to sing. Please, the Spirit had the whole week to speak to you, to choose which song you will sing. Why didn't the Spirit? Why is the Spirit waiting till you stand on the stage? Then you now talk to. You. Is, there, is it only when you are on the stage that you are online? Let's stop. Let's stop making the Holy Spirit into some, some, some ineffective. Spirit, yeah, the whole weekend day. So next Sunday to speak to you to know what so, okay. Me too. Starting from next week, I'll I won't prepare for my preaching. <laughs> when a Sunday you call me, then anything that the spirit tells me, I start to tell you. Will you be happy with that? <laughs> Number two, so it must be systematic. Number two. Every campaign must, must consist of a series of aggressive activities. A series of aggressive activities. I mean, which means it can't just be one activity. As much as it must be aggressive, it can't just be one thing. Follow up. Follow up. No, a series of activities. Those of you who have watched series, Game of Thrones, you see it's like different episodes, like a series of activities. Okay? And number three... There must be a specific purpose. You must have a target, something you want to achieve. Okay, so that's with a campaign. Now let's go back to what we are actually looking at. So we are looking at shepherding campaigns. Okay, as our way of acquiring more knowledge on shepherding. So this shabby shabby shepherding must go as shepherding campaigns. Which means a series of aggressive activities to achieve an aim. What is the aim we want to achieve? To become good shepherds, to become great shepherds for the church to grow. Amen. So the first S there stands for soul winning mission consciousness campaign. Soul winning campaign. The first S there. It stands for soul winning campaign so winning campaign so winning mission consciousness and mission consciousness campaign okay Matthew 18:11 this is the scripture reference for it okay so today I'm giving you the campaign then I give you the scriptural basis for it okay for the son of man is come to save that which is lost hallelujah the Son of Man is come to save that which is lost. First Timothy 1.15 says, This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation, that Jesus Christ came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am chief. So you see here again that the reason why Jesus came into this world to perform a series of systematic and aggressive activities was to save sinners. Hallelujah. Amen. Good. The second S. The second S. State of the flock campaign. State of the flock campaign. To be a good shepherd, you must know the state of your sheep. Proverbs 27 23. And twenty four it says, Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks, and look well to thy heads, for riches are not forever, and doth the crown endure to every generation. So it says, Work hard, be thou diligent. Twenty three, work hard for what to know the state of thy flock. Work very hard to know how your sheep are doing all the time. And look well. Look after your head well. Then 24, he asks a very important question. That does riches endure forever? Which means having sheep, it doesn't endure forever. If you don't look after them well, you will not have them forever. Another shepherd will come who looks well after them. When they see another sheep somewhere, the sheep is growing fat. They'll say, "I like it here. I want to go here." Do you get it? Uh-huh. So he says, "And the crown doesn't endure to every generation." It means things don't stay the same forever. Amen. So the first S is what so winning. So immediately you know that a shepherd must be into soul winning. The second thing the shepherd must be into is knowing the state of the flock. Double mega church. Hallelujah. Knowing the state of your flock. How well your sheep are doing. Hallelujah. We will come into details into various... Campaigns, Okay? Third one. How many S's did we have? Three. So the third S is for servants, armed, and trained campaign. Servants, armed, and trained campaign. Armed and trained campaign. Genesis 14, 14. And when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, He armed his trained servants, born in his own house, 318, and pursued them unto Dan. Abraham was there when he heard that one of his sheep had been taken captive. Bible said he called his servants who were in his house, who he had trained, who had arms. He had both trained and armed. And they pursued the person who had, the wolf who had come to capture the sheep. Even unto to a place called Dan. They chased it. Dan was a very far place. They chased them to that place to catch them. So, Servant Armed and Trained campaign is about having many servants of God in the church, so training. So this has to do with training more people. That's why I said, don't be tired of this shepherding thing. More people have to be trained, amen. So that when there's crisis, when there's any situation, we can send anybody to go and handle it, amen. I mean, we can't say that there's a lady, a sister in the church, is manifesting demonic. Um, um, signs, demonic oppressions, dishes, and under demonic attack, then when we call J.D. Jada, look, go and deal with this, J.D. will say, I'm afraid. <laughs> I mean, how? We should be able to call anybody. So, chairman, it's close to your house, so on your way home from work, you don't need any special preparation. On your way home, just deal with this demon, and then you go home. That's how the church must be. Amen. And the demon is not the church member. The demon is the one troubling the church member. So, as you are going home, this is not like any special effort. Okay, let's call Pastor Zolile. Let's call Gobile. Let's call Norma. Let's put them together. Let's have three days prayer and fasting before we send them there. No, you are trained. You are armed already. So, on your way home, since it's on your, your road, just called the sister look i'm coming around half past five i will deal with that demon this is the last day this demon will appear in this place <laughs> what is it? You can, when you knock their door when they say come in and they open their door you see the demons will be rushing out you'll be standing outside you just get out of the way and then they say why so the demons are going out i'm giving them time to all go out <laughs> Before I come in, I come in. It shall be our story. Yeah. More people trained and armed. That's why I'm having these services to train more shepherds. Train more people to become shepherds. Hallelujah. Next one. We are going there about 26. So let's 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 fly. The next the next one is what? H. H is hearing and seeing campaign. Hearing and seeing campaign. Matthew 13, 16, Jesus said, Blessed are your eyes for the see and your ears for the hear. The hearing and seeing campaign is to ensure that the church members both hear. Both see and hear the word of God. They must see and hear the word of God preached constantly. They must see and hear the word of God constantly on television, on the internet, constantly. The sheep must hear the word of God by whichever technology that is available. So by this shepherding campaign, we are going to ensure that We hear the word of God. We, as the shepherds, hear and see the word of God consistently. And then the sheep under us also hear and see the word of God consistently. Amen. 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 So it's through this campaign that when we are well vested in it, our people will be on podcast, listening to the prophet, listening to the word of God regularly. Yeah. It's through this campaign that our people will be watching videos. I was telling the pastors on Sunday that, I mean, when it comes to videos, just videos alone, you need about six terabytes. Yeah, three, three, two terabytes hard drives to just copy just the videos that are available. Yeah. Before we come to audios. Videos so that we watch constantly. Look, when you have no idea, there's there's a reason why God gave you eyes to see. So Jesus said to them, "You are blessed. Your eyes are blessed because they see, not because you have them. Because they see. So if you have eyes, you don't use. Because if your eyes are seeing pornography, they are not blessed. They are not blessed." If your eyes are seeing the wrong things, they are not blessed. So we must have a church that people see the right things. They see the word of God being preached. Then the ears must also hear the word of God being preached regularly. It's all a shepherding skill. So if you are shepherding people and you are shepherding them to see the word of God, that is what Preaching videos consistently, and you are getting them to hear preaching consistently. You will be you, you will see that your sheep will be different. Sheep who listen to preaching are different from sheep who don't listen to preaching. And when I talk to sheep, I know they don't listen to preaching. I know those who listen to preaching, and I know those who don't listen to preaching. It's so easy. It's one of the easiest signs to see those who don't listen to preaching and those who listen. It's very easy. It's easier than even knowing the complexion of your skin. Yeah, that's how easy it is. I may not mention it to you, but Yeah, for some of you, the only preaching you hear is the preaching that I preach on Sunday and Tuesdays. That ain't right. It makes you a lightweight. Any wind can blow you away. When you meet sheep who listen to me, even when you are talking to them, you can hear. One day. A brother was spying a sister. So he asked me to, what do I think about the sister? And I said, oh, from afar off, she's a beautiful sister, very nice, has all the natural resources and all the things that you need, you know. But I don't know, I, I don't know her closely to be able to Tell that one because also don't be deceived. Things that look beautiful from afar are usually far from beautiful. So I sat down with this sister to have a conversation about three different occasions. Oh, the sister was say as we are talking, and not just the sister, it wasn't like an interview, like with other people. So eh, who so we are all talking. And somebody will share their opinion. You see, this is... Little, hey, oh. I, I said, well, later, the brother asked me the how? I said, hmm. <laughs> Tell your neighbor, mm. <laughs> Make Makeup, hundreds. Hair. Hundreds. Or other things. Hundreds. Inside, I don't know. <laughs> I can't tell. I can't tell. <laughs> so you see how, how people, when people listen to messages, you see, you, you can tell how heavy they are. When you talk to them, when you interact with them, you can tell how deep they are. When they watch, you can when they watch, you see how much they they they, they understand what they, they can picture what is being said. When they hear they have more faith, they have more understanding. Talk to them. Sometimes you talk to people. I mean, I, I you talk to people, there's nothing they say. Yeah, apart from eh, mmm, eh. I said, mm got icon. <laughs> mm. Second, itch, honoring <laughs> the prophet campaign. Honor the prophet campaign. Okay, honor the prophet campaign. Which is a shepherd must be into honoring the prophet that God has given to you. One of the vital Christian principles is honoring. What you don't honor doesn't come to you. Amen. What you don't admire, what you don't respect, doesn't come to you. What you discredit will never come to you. So those of you have said a lot of bad things about being rich. Mark chapter 6, I'm reading from verse number 2. The time is flying, it's almost time. And when the Sabbath day was come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing were astonished, saying, From whence has this man these things? And what kind of wisdom is given unto this man? That such mighty works are wrought of his hand? Is this not the carpenter's son? Is it not the son of Mary, the son of James, Joseph, and Judah? Has his brothers not here with us? And they were offended. But Jesus said unto them, A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and amongst his own kind. And in his own house, and he could there do no mighty work save lay hands on a few people, a few sick folks and folk and heal them. Hallelujah. This is where Jesus went to his hopes, hometown. They did not honor him, they did not treat him with respect. Do you get it? The Bible says there his power could not work there. When you honor the power, the grace upon the prophet comes or upon a man of God becomes available to you. Amen. Now, Anrin, we can go into it. It's not just giving the person money, but treat, it starts from your heart. Treating the person with respect and admiration. Do you get it? When you do that, then the power that God has given the person becomes available to you. All right. Next one. Next one is what? An A is that also? Anti-brutish campaign. Anti-brutish campaign. Jeremiah 10:21. It says, For the pastors are become brutish and have not sought the Lord. Therefore, they shall not prosper, and all their flock shall be scattered. Jeremiah 10. 12 it says shepherds who do not seek the Lord are dry and spiritual and not anointed that is what it means to be brutish dry and unspiritual people cannot build the church of God hallelujah so we are on a campaign to become anti-brutish which is not brutish You get not dry, not unspiritual, but become people who pray, who seek the Lord. Because the Bible says that if we don't seek the Lord, we will not prosper. And our sheep will scatter. Since we don't want our sheep under us to scatter, we want to seek the Lord. Amen. want to seek the Lord and be spiritual. Amen. Jeremiah 10. Do you get it? Now, I'm saying that with each of these things will require a systematic set of aggressive activities. To turn you into a prayerful person, it requires a systematic set of aggressive activities. Before, you will pray. And you will pray effectively. Amen? Church is very quiet. Why? Okay, no problem. I'm still here. Next one is what? A B. B for basenta, basonta, batenta, proliferation. Amen. Say amen. Basenta, basonta, batenta, proliferation campaign. Which is spreading of basentes, basontas, batentes. Okay. 1 Corinthians 12, The Bible says if there were if they were all one member where were the body okay now basenta and basonta is smaller parts of the church smaller the church being in smaller pieces so that it can function amen so in the church we have basentes then we have basontes okay the basentes are the the, the small groups that go outside the church to bring people into the church. And the basontes are small groups in the church that keep people active and busy in the church. If you look there, you have our list of basontes in the banner at the back. We have, we have the roses, we have the daisies, which is they are all coming back, it's just a matter of time. Then we have the ashes, we have the media. We have show your love, we have ship seekers, we have film stars, airport stars, communion stars, and then what again? They're supposed to be dancing stars. Does that, do they still, are they around? Dancing stars. Amen. <laughs> dancing stars. Oh, okay, you got it. Our new church banner. Has even the bason test on it, the denominational banner. You can see our banner there at the back. And I think this time we, our church featured a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, even our building, our windows and things, they all featured in the new church banner which is coming up soon. You know, you see Pastor Zoles standing there. That, when they are taking the picture, smile because you never know. You never know where it will be used and when it will be used. Do, do you get it? You never know. Well, quite a number of people are in the banner. A number of our church members are in the banner and centered in the middle of the banner. Very nice. Yeah. So any, any of our churches you go to, when you go, you see yourself there. Oh. When you, when you enter, say, are you a first-timer? You ask the person, don't you see the church banner? <laughs> Have you not seen the church banner? Brother, stop asking the question you are asking. <laughs> so, we are raising all of our systematic effort to have more basantes and more basantes. A basanta has to be effective. And we know a basanta is effective when it is performing its activities. Amen. Any other thing is a story. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, let me ask you a question, simple question. You are hungry, you go home, okay? And you are hungry. And then now they tell you, see, come uh, the load shedding, um, then, then when we went to spa, the shop was closed, but they opened later on. Then when we came home, then this, then that, then this, then that. All those things don't make any sense to you. All you need is food. Do you get it? Like all these stories are not necessary if food is sitting there. I say, Please, is there something to, oh, take something to eat. That's all. You don't need any other, this person, this, the, no, the, all those things don't make any, they don't matter. Once there's food. But when there's no food, then now they have to tell you stories. You see, there was no ginger. There was no garlic. There was no, there are different things. Second B is for building campaign. All right, building. It's through building campaign. That's how come we have this building. This building, yeah. Next one, I. Intimate counseling campaign. The scriptures are long, so um, I may not be able to read them today. But intimate counseling campaign, which is an aggressive campaign to meet every single member and counsel him or her personally. Many shepherds are more like presidents and prime ministers and have lost common touch with their members. Amen. You have four sheep, you have to make time to talk to them one by one, one by one, and repeatedly, not a once off. Because if, 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 if let's say um, 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 let's say, "Lindo is, is my sheep," today, her main challenge may be a to have another meeting with her, maybe beloved is not what. It, there may be a beloved or may not, but that will not be what is on her mind right now. Right now, there's a situation back at home that is, is worrying her now do you see so if I'm to have a meeting with her person to person meeting with her again in three months time and I'll be saying look I found a beloved she'll be saying Pastor, no no not beloved look my mother my mother is not feeling well and, and there's, that, that would be the issue you come another meeting there's another issue so it's not like even just meeting them once off so if you don't make time to talk to them at all Justice, from these guys who are ashes, talk to them one by one. And it's not just talking about, you see, during the game between Bafana, Bafana, and, 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 and Blasters, the penalty was not a penalty, but was it a penalty? How about this other? That? That's just to get people to settle down. But after you're finished with the settle down, talk to them. Talk and talk with them ask them questions that will make them talk because everybody wants to feel important and there's something on everybody's mind at any given time hallelujah now this activity this shepherding activity takes care of that hallelujah sometimes somebody has a medical issue that's what they want to talk about there's a boil at a certain place that is not common to mankind that's what is troubling them at this particular point yeah i mean the problem is not the ball per se but where it is positioned it is positioned in in a place with tender skin yeah tender skin I mean, if it was positioned at the elbow no problem we'll move around with it out we'll take care of it we'll just make sure it doesn't hit anything but where it is positioned it is causing too many problems Consistently Amen Next one Give me the letter E Equipment and technology campaign Equipment and technology Campaign The use of technology Campaign The use of technology Campaign Amen Next one Shepherding control campaign. We are just on shabby. Today's service can even end just with shabby because when are we going to go to shepherding and everything? Because our time is even up. Shepherding control campaign. Galatians 2:4 says, And that because of false brethren, and that because of false brethren, unawares brought in. Who came in privily to spy out our liberty which we have in Christ, that they might bring us into bondage? Now this campaign deals with controlling shepherds and pastors, controls controls. Why? Because Bible says that false brethren, Come and join the flock unawares. They, they sip in. Disloyal people, very funny people, I mean, uncouth people, unbehaved people come and join the flock. And when they come, they blend in, like the way tea blends into sugar, into sugar blends into tea. So you think it's one of the sheep. Meanwhile, it's a wolf. As soon as you get close, you see they will bite you. Amen. So because of that, we, we, we need to have shepherding control measures so that from time to time it weeds out false brethren amen, amen. say another amen. amen sometimes even the person themselves like an individual has elements that are not proper so they must be purged so the church from time to time is purged. Amen. Even the series of issues we have gone through over the past year and the last two years is to purge the church and remove false brethren from the church. Yeah. Yeah. Purging. Purging. Of the day you really, really need the, the, the people that's the day their falseness will play out and they will dis- disappoint you. Yeah, that's the day. That's the day. First time, day. the day. They, I mean, the day is, that is like a lot is at stake. That's when the falseness will come out and disappoint you, and then it may cost your life. Yeah. So this is to constantly... So, don't fight the teaching on loyalty. No, it's to, it's, to, it's to clean the church. For lack of a better word, clean the church. So that those who are with you are the ones who are with you. Those who are not comfortable with you, they can step out gently and nicely so that the family stays intact. Not that you are staying that somebody has a knife in their back pocket, they have a bomb in their, they are wearing a, a suicide bomb <laughs> vest. Everything as I mean that you are there, <laughs> you are busy doing your your wedding. Then somebody say detonate, boom, boom, kaboom, boom. By the time you like, explosion at your wedding. <inaudible> hey, Abdul, Abdul, detonate, kaboom, kaboom, boom. Then at your wedding. Hey. Oh, no 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 yeah, is a blast, I'm telling you. <laughs> so this campaign deals with measures that put in place to make sure that every shepherd is doing what they must do. Do you get it? It involves even taking data, data and submitting reports. Do you get it? Submitting reports, taking data. So, systematically, we can monitor what everybody is doing. Yeah, it's part of shepherding work. It's part of it. If you are not, any good place that you work at, they take reports. And those of you who work, they take reports. Those of you who go to school, you write exams. Some are writing exams even right now. Yeah, and if you don't do that, You spoil the whole thing. Galatians 5:9 says, A little living, living the whole lamb. When you have something rotten and you don't take it out, by your time, you realize it has rotten everything. Yeah. One potato. You see, one girl is fornicating the choir. If you don't remove her from the choir quickly. You see the whole power will become a set of fornicants They'll all be there. And status fornicators. You heard prophet say today, eh? Yeah. Status judasticus. Yeah, that is shepherding without shepherding control you have all these status judasticos always happily flourishing and moving around and even parading as the main members of the church so anybody who comes there the example they see but the person has a status judasticos which means the person has a constant state of judaism status means constant but I was talking about status fornicators. Ni- <laughs> for yeah, you see, one person is, is, is fornicating in the media. If you don't check it quickly or in the ashes, by the time you realize, it has become a gang. <laughs> Did the gang come up a little living just one small one one small one one small one. it was not checked so there is becoming big have you not realized that if your dress has a small tear and you don't fix it you'll be there then it will be increasing becoming a bigger tear bigger and if it's not at a good place one day you just realize no boom Hallelujah. Church of God, this is all time will allow us to look at. God willing, next week we look at the rest. Do you see it? Then, okay, you can clap. Then we will zoom in to look at what we can do, if, how effect, what we can do and how effectively we can do them. Hallelujah. Amen. Say amen. amen. Say another amen. amen. Uh-huh. So don't be surprised if next year, from like January to June, I'm just on this subject. Don't be surprised. Because each of them is one service. Each campaign is one service. And you can count. Do the math. If it's about 27, 24, what? three can you imagine 23 tuesdays so don't be tired at all hallelujah but i believe that god is upgrading us as shepherds various shepherds upgrading us by giving us more knowledge and understanding and skills on shepherding hallelujah stand to your feet let's bring the service to a close Lift your hands and just pray. Say, Lord, make me a good shepherd. Make me a great shepherd. Make me a great shepherd. Make me a great shepherd. There, there, there may be some of you who may not even be able to go chasing sheep. But as we go through these campaigns, you will find what you can do to also contribute to the church and make the church work. Lift your hands and pray for yourself. Lord, help me. Help me, help me to be a great shepherd. Help me to acquire skills, knowledge, understanding, information on how on shepherding in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Help me, oh God, help me, oh God, help me, oh God, help me, Lord, help me, Lord, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, help us. Father, thank you for everyone here present, we pray. Turn all of us into great shepherds in your house. That will labor for you to keep your sheep. To look after the sheep whom you have made us overseers of. We give you glory. Give us more understanding, more insight, more knowledge on shepherding that you can turn us into great shepherds. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, amen. Amen. Oh, say a nicer amen. amen. Wonderful. Let's pray this prayer. Say, dear Lord Jesus, I accept that I'm a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that you died for me and you rose again. I confess that Jesus is the Lord of my life. Thank you, Jesus, for dying to save me. Amen. Wonderful. You may be seated in the presence of God. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg or call 083-773-1605 God richly bless you